You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 141. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast. And this week, I'm bringing you a podcast from last year that is super relevant for today. All of the tips I talked about then are just as important as they are now because they are all about the summer tips to not gain those 10 pounds over summer. I know how hard summer can be. Our schedules are totally off. Everything's just a little bit different when the kids are out of school and you're vacationing and maybe family's coming to visit or you're going to visit them. But I want to tell you now, there are ways to prevent yourself from gaining 5 to 10 pounds over summer because it's no fun coming back in the fall and being up by like 10 pounds. So my goal is to give you these tips to really and truly help you. Sometimes, I say this all the time, but sometimes one thing I'm going to say is going to resonate with you and you're going to remember it all summer and it could save you five pounds, right? So let's go ahead and give it a listen, but I'm going to give you a brand new Eagle's Eye on Health. So let's talk about it right now. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. Eagle's Eye on Health today. We are talking about a little study that was done. I found it really interesting about intermittent fasting versus continuous calorie cuts. So basically a study was done where some people did the intermittent fasting and some people just did regular dieting with restricted calories. And this is what they said. A study published recently in Obesity found that people who fasted on alternating days experienced significant fat loss, likely because the body relies on ketones as fuel when glucose, which is sugar, is not available. The study further concluded that the practice may also slow processes related to aging and disease. All good, but just so you know, that's also what happens generally when people just decrease calories. So just putting it out there. However, intermittent fasting may prove tough for some based on their response to hunger. In the July 2018 issue of Nutrition, Metabolism, and Cardiovascular Diseases, researchers reported on a study of conventional calorie restriction diets versus intermittent fasting performed continuously for a solid year. The intermittent fasting group took in less than 600 calories on two non-consecutive fast days per week, which, by the way, would kill me. I could never do that. While the other group received meal plans in which calorie constriction was relatively consistent from day to day, and both groups followed a Mediterranean-style diet. Well, at the end of the year, both groups showed improvements in weight loss, waist circumference, blood pressure, triglycerides, and HDL, which is your good cholesterol. However, the intermittent fasting group participants reported higher hunger scores and lower feelings of well-being than the other group. So while intermittent fasting can be effective, it also may be tough for a lot of people because they're hungry a lot of the time. And when you're hungry a lot of the time, it's very hard to keep something going, to sustain it. 
And so that's probably one of the biggest issues with intermittent fasting is that people are hungry on many days. If I eat less than 600 calories on one day alone, (laughs) in half of a day alone, I would be absolutely miserable. And sometimes we have to really question these kind of diets because if you're miserable during your day, if you're miserable during your week, how is that a good way of life? Whether you lose weight or not, if you're always miserable, that's really not a way of life. And what these what these researchers are showing is that a regular diet of just cutting calories in general gave just as good of the same results. So I would have to say that I would always rather go with a consistent amount of calories. Yes, restricted calories are needed to lose weight. Again, not super restrictive. Like if you get so restrictive that you're hungry, then you've definitely gone too far. You need to add a few more back in. But these types of diets, when you see research and it says things like intermittent fasting, it worked. These people lost weight. Of course they lost weight. They, They ate less than 600 calories twice in a row, two days in a row. Like that alone is a calorie deficit. But then who knows how long they can keep that going for. So I'm all about finding a way of life because that is the most important thing. You wanna be able to eat healthy and sustain it so that any weight loss you have doesn't come back on when you start binge eating later. And that is your Eagle's Eye on Health. Now, let's get to the topic at hand because nobody wants to gain weight over summer, right? So here's the podcast from last year. Even if you heard it a year ago, my guess is you probably forgot some of these tips and it might be worth listening to again. How are you going to stay on track all summer? You're going to do these 10 things. And I honestly think if you do these 10 things, you're going to be just fine and you're not going to need to sign up for Earn That Body at the end of the summer. Okay, the first thing I need you to do, I need you to pack your food and snacks whenever you're gonna go to the beach or the pool. All right, so you know those food stands that are at the pool and even at the beach? Well, guess what? They're like the food at the airport. There is nothing good there. Nothing is good for you there. So if you're going to the beach or you're going to the pool, you got the kiddos with you, you know you're gonna be there for several hours. Let me just tell you right now, you're gonna be starving. At some point when you're there, all of a sudden you're gonna be starving, especially the beach. I don't know what it is about the beach. I'm always starving as soon as that ocean air hits me. So you need to pack your own food. Do not, just tell yourself right now, hard rule, I will not eat at the pool or beach food once this summer. If you can do that, you probably, you're gonna be a world ahead of everybody else. So pack a cooler with what you want. Pack those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They're so easy to make, they're not gonna spoil. Um, Pack some fruit, make sure you pack lots of waters in there as well. Anything you pack is going to be better than what you can get actually at the pool or beach. So that's the first thing. That's your tip number one. Tip number two, I want you to have another hard rule about eating out. You do not have to eat out daily just because it's summertime. All right, and that's a trap that we all sort of fall into because our schedules get a little disorganized, especially if you have the kiddos, right? So you have a lot going on in the summer. It's not your typical schedule. And all of a sudden, you're gonna notice that you're eating out for lunch every day. You're eating out for dinner now, like four to five times a week, and like you're constantly on the go. But the more that you're eating out, 
the more that you're eating way bigger size portions than you normally would, you're eating way more calories than you normally would, the sodium intake is more than it normally should be, the fat intake as well, all of that, every time you eat out, that starts adding up. And there's just something about summertime when you're eating out all the time. So I say another hard rule you should set for yourself is can you limit eating out to two to three times a week in the summer? And that includes the lunches, okay? So if you love going out to dinner on the weekend, well then save your couple times a week to eat out on the weekend. Try to have lunch at home. Don't go to Starbucks for breakfast. I know you all think those breakfast sandwiches are healthy, but it's almost enough sodium for half of the day in one of those fat-free turkey egg sandwiches that I know you guys all get because I see them on the food logs. Um, So just really limit two to three times you're gonna eat out a week, and that includes lunches and dinners. Always have breakfast at home. Or if you want one of your eatings out, you know, to be on a Sunday brunch or something, that's fine. Then let it be your breakfast. But I just think eating home for breakfast is so easy to do and you're gonna save a zillion calories because for some reason, breakfast foods can be really high in fat. So hard rule on eating out. Number three, cocktails. Another thing about summer. Guess what? You don't have to have a drink every night just because it's summer, right? Another hard rule, let's limit the cocktails to two times a week. I think two times a week is still plenty. I'm a weekend person for a cocktail, so like one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, and then I'm I'm good. But something about summer, all of a sudden we're having a beer every night, or you're having a beer with your friends outside, and you're going to the beach, and then you come home, and you pop open that Chardonnay or something fresh, and you know, it sounds crisp for summer. The cocktails start adding up so fast. And again, it's a lot of extra calories that you don't normally have. And so you start putting on weight a little faster than you normally do. Tip number four, schedules change, but the workouts do not have to stop. So I challenge you to please do your workouts before your summer day starts. Can you commit to working out five days a week this summer? So what I recommend that you do is kind of outline what your workout program is going to be. Put it in a calendar. So like what exactly are you going to do each day? If it's in your calendar and it's like you're going to go to that barbell class on Tuesday, you're going to go to cycle class first thing on Wednesday, or are you going to do one of my programs online because you can do all that from home, which again, in the summertime, I get it that it's hard to get to the gym. So all of my programs are online. That means you can get up before the kids get up, do any of my video programs all online, and then it's done for the day, okay? So if you if you wanna check out any of my programs, go to shockthatbody.com. That's where all of my fitness programs are that you can start at any time. But I just want it to be that you have no excuses, right? That you're gonna work out at least five times a week this summer, and you're going to do it first thing in the morning because let's face it, you are not going to do it in the evening, and you are not gonna do it in the afternoon because it is tiring in the summertime. It is tiring after the pool, after the beach. You're exhausted and you're not gonna wanna work out. So that's gotta be another hard rule. You're gonna get that workout in first thing in the morning. Tip number five, summer fruits. 
Oh, how I love the fruit in the summertime. I do, it's my absolute favorite. I love the nectarines, I love the peaches. Yes, I think I could eat them all day long. Don't even get me started on the cherries, the watermelon, the grapes, and then you freeze the grapes and oh, the summer fruit is the best, I love it. But guess what? It is not an unlimited food item like vegetables. Fruit has so much sugar and really sugar is sugar. Whether it comes from a candy bar or a piece of fruit. Sugar is sugar and you have to limit how much sugar you have in a day because the more sugar you eat, for one, the more sugar you crave. And also the more sugar you take in, a lot of calories and it's gonna turn into fat and you're gonna gain weight. So you have to limit the amount of fruit that you're having, I'm so sorry. And that includes those amazing cherries. I'll tell you a really quick story about cherries. I had a client like 10 years ago and she couldn't figure out why she gained weight that week. And she's like, I don't understand. I've done everything right. Um, You know, I even my snack yesterday, I was eating cherries in the car and I was like, what? Wait, back up, back up. What do you mean you were eating cherries in the car? Well, you know, like the bag of cherries that you get at the market. Well, I ate the bag of cherries while I was picking up my son. You know, obviously it's healthy. It's fruit. She ate an entire bag. You know the bag of cherries you get like at Whole Foods or the market? Like I'm talking the big bag. Well, she ate the whole bag of cherries because she thought it's healthy. It's fruit, you know? And I get that, like a lot of people are so misinformed because they think that you could have as much fruit as you want. Oh my God, the amount of sugar she must have taken in from that. I mean, she was probably on a sugar high for days. So she had no idea. Again, that's why I do this podcast because a lot of people have no idea and I just wanna educate. So you cannot have the entire bag of cherries, all right? And I actually did a Facebook video with my grapes the other week. I did a Facebook Live showing you If you're gonna eat grapes, do not start eating from the big bowl in the fridge. Take the big bowl out, then take a little bowl and give yourself a little serving of grapes and then put the big bowl away because you will eat the whole bowl. And you don't even know you're eating the whole bowl because you're talking, you're on the phone and you're texting. Before you know it, the whole bowl is gone and you've eaten all the grapes. So always put it in a small bowl and that goes for the cherries too. So you're gonna limit your summer fruits. Number six. Let's get your family to help you in the kitchen. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? You've gotta make this an activity. It's gotta be a summer thing. Either your kids, or if you don't have kids, even your partner, if you have a partner, they can pick up the meal. They can cook the meal with you or for you. And what this does is this gives you a little more time in the summer, right? Instead of going out to eat also, it is gonna be healthier. They're gonna take part in it. It's your your home, you're having fun, so it doesn't have to be one of those times you ate out. Why not get other people in your family involved? Why does it always have to fall on you if it does? Maybe you're listening and you're like, no, I never have to cook. My wife always cooks (laughs) or my husband always cooks, and that's great. But honestly, I think summertime is all about teaching the kiddos how to cook and let them take ownership of it. Like, what do you wanna eat tonight? Okay, I'm gonna teach you how to make it. Or like my son, when he's 15 now, he's like, I say, hey, I, I want you to cook a couple times this week. And he has a, his own cookbook that he likes and, and he tells me what to get and then he cooks the whole meal. Don't be afraid to ask for help, whether it's like I said, a kid or a partner, or again, maybe they, they're not old enough yet. Well, let them help you because it also becomes a summer activity. And educating them on what's nutritious to eat and how to make it is just as valuable and it'll help you as well. 
Tip number seven. Okay, so even though we talked earlier about not weighing in daily because it will make you crazy, I do think in the summertime, it's probably a good idea to weigh in weekly because if you see the scale going up in the next few weeks, you want to put a halt to it as quickly as possible. Now, if it goes up by one or two pounds, I, I think that that's fine. If you only gain one or two pounds over the summer, I would call it a win personally. But I do think you should weigh in once a week. Now, what I like to do with my clients, and you can do this if you'd like to weigh in twice a week, is we always do a Monday weigh-in and everything is always based on a Monday to Monday. But I also have them do a Friday weigh-in. And the reason why we do a Friday weigh-in is because a lot of bad eating happens on the weekend. <laughs> so if you always weigh in on a Monday and always have a bad weekend, well, then you never really know if you are on track during the week at all. In my clients, I have them weigh in on Friday, and if everything's good, they're like, oh, I lost a pound or I lost two pounds. It's Friday. I'm so excited. And then on Monday, they're back up those two pounds. Well, then we know, well, everything was on track until your weekend. So you've got to get a little more control on your weekend. But I do recommend the weigh-in. Just don't do it daily. Tip number eight, hydrate. So often in the summertime, we just do not stay hydrated. And often you will think you're hungry, but you're actually thirsty. Very, very common. So it's really important for you and the kiddos to stay hydrated as much as possible. I like to have a full glass of water before every single meal. I mean, drink the whole thing before the meal. I like to have a full glass of water with any snack as well. And then hydrate before a workout, during and after. So hydration is key over the summertime. Tip number nine, how active can you be? You want to be active all summer long. You don't just want to go to the beach and lay there, okay? You want to be active as much as possible so all the outings that you might have this summer with the kids, with your partner, whomever you're going out with, try to make it an active plan. That way you're burning calories even though you're still going to work out that morning because I don't consider being active in an activity the same as your exercise routine. So uh, I'm talking like go paddle boarding, go surfing, go hiking, but don't just always go lay at the pool. And then I know what y'all do because I used to do it too. You're laying at the pool, you're watching your kiddo in the pool, they're burning a ton of calories, but you're literally just laying there for hours. You can do that too, but can you get in the pool and be a little active in the pool with your kid also? Like just try to move or try to create a few activities where you are active during the week. Don't just make it about laying on the beach, all right? Tip number 10, our final tip for summer tips to stay on track. Give yourself a break. You don't have to be perfect all summer, right? I want you to enjoy this season without feeling like you have to be 100% with your food and 100% with your workouts. It's not about being 100% perfect, right? What if you're like 80 to 90% on track all summer? You'd probably still do pretty good. Like 80 to 90% during the summertime with crazy schedules, maybe even some travel, that's probably pretty good. And if you do gain a pound or two, that's nothing. That's going to come right off. But it's when you start gaining 5 to 10 pounds in a summer, that's when you know you probably weren't giving 80 to 90%. You probably were much lower in your effort level. So instead of trying to be perfect, don't. Just enjoy your summer. Life is so short. I want you to enjoy your summer. So just try to give all of these 10 tips a shot. 
see how you do. If you see that you're gaining weight and you're not feeling great because of it, because I'm sorry, but anytime I do start putting on weight, I can feel it and I don't feel good. I don't need to see the number on the scale to know that I feel kind of crappy. So if you're starting to feel that, the only thing I recommend is put a stop to it right away and get back to these 10 tips immediately. Because I really think if you follow these 10 tips, you're going to do fantastic all summer long. And there you have it. Summer tips. They are definitely going to help you. And as I said earlier, maybe just one resonates with you that you're like, I can do that one for sure. And I know that one will have a big impact on my waistline when everything is done with summer. And enjoy your summer because summers are so awesome. I love summertime. So enjoy it, but I don't think you have to gain 10 pounds. I don't think you have to enjoy it in that way. But if you do, don't you worry, I've got your back. July 29th is my next Earn That Body program. That is my main signature program for weight loss. It includes personalized nutrition and your workouts, But if you love your workouts, don't worry, we can swap those into the calendar as well. You get all the workouts you need, so you don't have to, but if you do like yours, I I never want someone to think, well, I love my cycle classes, so I can't do that program because I can't give it up. We can swap that in, not a problem. So July 29th is when the next pre-session starts for the Earn That Body program. You get a free pre-session. So if you are out of town or you're thinking, well, my kids are still out of school in August, That's just during the pre-session period. The actual earn that body part isn't until the end, I think it's the last week of August. So if you have any questions, go to earnthatbody.com, check out the programs page, click on the earn that body link, and it's got a full description there. Always you can email me, kim at earnthatbody.com as well. If you have any questions or you know you wanna get registered, that particular session does sell out fast because it's funny that end of end of summer into fall, it's like New Year's for moms, right? So it's a very crowded session and I only take a very limited number of people. So definitely shoot me an email if you are interested. Other than that, I want you to put into play what you learned today so that you are not 10 pounds up when the summer is over. Have a good one, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.